Hey, welcome to The Sinner and the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. Today comes with a warning. Yeah. I, I listen to gangster rap on the way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she is on fire. You know, it's, it really bothers people I listen to rap. Like they're saying, you should listen to Christian rap. And there's this awesome girl named Robin and she sends me Christian rap clips and stuff. But sometimes you just got to get to it, you know? I can tell like your mind is spinning because you asked me kind of the, I had to tell you the same thing three <laughs> times. That and coffee maybe. Like your mind is like. Woo! I didn't have enough coffee. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, so just, there you go. There's your warning. So, yeah. Today. I'm guilty, friends. I listened to my old school rap on the way here. Oh. In the minivan. Perfect segue, <laughs> since we're talking about guilt today. Oh, is that why you called me to this meeting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we mentioned last week that we just wanted to spend a few weeks talking about things that we should be letting go of this year. Yes, yeah. release. Yeah. Release release me in 2023. Ooh, I like it. Release me 2023. Ooh. Sounds like an album. Do you I have just, a song you can sing? I definitely... Uh, no. <laughs> You're the singing in this duo. You're the singer. Um, well, I, this really hit me because over the holidays, I have this really, uh, really sweet close friend and... She wanted to clean out her house, and I love helping people clean out their closets and stuff like that, and I love throwing stuff away. Uh-huh. And she's like, I really need your help because I feel guilty throwing things out. And I was like, oh, I never feel guilty throwing things away. I feel guilty about everything else. <laughs> right. She said, well, great. She's like, I don't really feel guilty about anything else, so we'll be. I'll help you and you help me. And I said, okay, great. <laughs> Make a great team. So that's what kind of got me started thinking about guilt and how they're kind of, I was thinking about all the different forms of guilt and, you know, you know it's horrible living in this brain some of mine sometimes. I know, but it's, I did get a good insight into teacher Allison earlier with your yardstick. Oh, I, I should hold a yardstick while we record. Yes. It was just... <laughs> um, so I'll say, you know, there's this tangible form of guilt when it's something that you said or you did and, you know, it's like you can almost touch it because it's this action that you did. Yeah, like it was it was all you. Right. You can't like reflect it to somebody. Yeah, it's all you. Absolutely. And, you know, um, we've all been there. What? <laughs> That's where humans nah. say, don't even try not to raise your hand on that one. And then I was like, but then there's this emotional guilt, oh. that, uh, which goes a little deeper that like, if you don't let go of something, cause you can have a, an actionable thing, say you, um, you wronged someone or you, you know, you said something offensive, just whatever. And then you apologize, but you don't really forgive yourself. Then it turns into this emotional guilt. Or maybe it's something like you have placed this expectation on yourself and you don't feel like you're living up to your role as a wife or a mom. And so there's this layer of emotional guilt that builds up and that's a whole nother level of guilt. Yeah, and it's baggage, right? Right, that's what we call baggage. And honestly, the emotional guilt is heavier than the, I think, the tangible guilt. Oh, yeah. 
right? 100% because like tangible guilt. I, I just call somebody up and I'm like, I'm, I, hey, you know, in that conversation, um, I said this and I, I just wanted you to know, like, I didn't mean it this way. I hope you knew that I just meant it this way. <laughs> like right, that right. seems so easy to handle um, versus the emotional guilt. Sometimes you got to get a third party involved in that thing and get a counselor. Hey, counselors, we love you. We sure do. <laughs> and then there's like, oh, this this takes it deep. That third guilt. Oh, no, this is the one that you've had to repeat to me three times. <laughs> that transcendental <laughs> guilt. I didn't know another word. It's like... <laughs> you, you don't know another word besides that really long one? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't really know another word to kind of... Put, anyway, but did you know that word before you started? I did. I remember it from high school. Oh yeah, yeah those mm-hmm. years, mm. like the transcendental writers. Like we read some books and anyway, anybody else because like, like, like whole genre that didn't happen in high school for me. <laughs> <laughs> I had this really great English teacher, Miss Zimmick. She was incredible. But anyway, okay. So back. I to that feel big like word. that's like the stuff that we feel guilty about. That's like you know you're your carbon footprint or you know like I I don't have transcendental guilt about that but some people might or you know um the people in Africa who are starving and you're not like you might actually that might truly affect you but it's like beyond kind of beyond your control right and you're doing what you can about it but but you still feel this guilt about it do you yeah, I totally know what you're saying. And I also see, like, some people shaking their head right now and wagging their fingers at us because you just said. Oh. Oh, what does I say? <laughs> well, I mean, you're just basically saying, like, I mean, there's people starving in Africa and you can't feel guilty about it. That's what someone might take that as, but that's oh, not what she's saying. No, I mean, I feel terrible. But, there, I mean, other than, you know, we support we've you know adopted a a child in Africa and my husband's even met him I mean we support we do what we can right but other than that I don't really yes I mean if it holds you captive then mm, I would venture to say that that's not God holding you captive about that you know what I mean you know if he calls you anyway I didn't want to talk about transcendental guilt Okay, we're just gonna talk about tangible and emotional because that other I'm not a, a expert on all that, and I can't even say the word, so I right. can't talk. About it. So, but I was just thinking, like, there I, when I was considering guilt, that one did come up because that is another form of guilt that you know we we didn't do anything, like you didn't do anything to right. cause um, a food shortage. Or, or change the weather patterns. I mean, I hope not. That would be kind of scary. And also, you know, I want to know you a little bit, because you probably have, like, a basement that we don't know about if you're changing <laughs> weather patterns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, like, you didn't do that, and you're doing what you can by, you know, sending money or donating money or whatever, Maybe, you even, but you still feel guilty about it. And so that's where I was going with that. But. Okay, sorry I took you somewhere else. Yeah. Shocker. <laughs> I mean, that, like, sort of, like, makes your mind stop. And it's like thinking about the Holy, or, you know, the, the Trinity and how they all fit together. It kind of makes your brain stop working. But um, I thought we'd focus on the tangible and emotional guilt today. Okay, I'm real good at those. Like, <laughs> okay. well-versed. We, you know, we're very, yeah, we're pros at that because we're human. Um, and so... 
tangible, like we talked about, it's a lot easier to correct if you're in tune with the Lord and you notice. Mm-hmm. I guess pretty, it's usually pretty obvious if you've hurt someone's feelings or if you, I mean, <laughs> I don't really go out and run into people's cars on purpose. <laughs> I feel like it sometimes. Right. <laughs> So usually it's something else. Like you've said something harsh to your husband. Yeah, or your children. Or your children. And you responded out of anger or frustration or pride or, Mm -hmm. I don't know, exhaustion. Or a neighbor or your parents or whatever. And so I feel like that is pretty easy if you're in tune with the Lord and yourself and others. You know, apologize for that. Yeah. And then, you know, that that takes away my guilt when I've done that, when I've apologized for the most part. I mean, have you ever gotten the half apology, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So make sure it's an authentic apology. Yeah. Like or sometimes your kids, you know, you tell them (laughs) you tell them um, something and they don't do it. And they're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, don't tell me you're sorry. Just do it. Oh, gosh. I say that to William all the time. Is, am I not supposed to say that? <laughs> no. Just do the right thing. Right. Just okay. take out the trash when I tell you to and don't forget. Just feed the dogs. Yeah. And don't forget, you know. <laughs> because I go, like, William will say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mom. I'm, so, I'm like, stop saying you're sorry. Because it's annoying. But it's not annoying because, like, he's saying he's sorry. But it's annoying to me because... I want an action change, right? Yes. I saw this really cool thing the other day. We actually, especially as women say, I'm sorry way too much. Which is also why I don't want him to get in the habit of saying I'm sorry. Exactly. So if you're late, instead of saying, I'm sorry I'm late, just say, thank you for waiting. Oh, yeah. You know, because you are thankful switch it switch the narrative and thank someone instead of basically putting yourself down give them a compliment sorry i forgot like if my son said thank you for reminding me oh i'll do better next time i would be like oh i would even respond in a different way to him like oh well okay yeah all right well thanks but instead instead of like sorry i forgot Right. <laughs> it's like, I don't really care if you forgot. Just get her, get her done. Oh, but we do love our boys. It sounds like they're good. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It was just like one not feeding the dog night. He's really a good boy. But um, it's changing that mindset from the I'm sorry. Um, although, when you apologize, you know, maybe we even take it out of that and consider saying, I really regret mm. saying that to you. And it has made me feel really bad inside since, or I've felt really guilty and just taking that. I'm sorry. I just feel like it's overused and it doesn't mean anything anymore. In and you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm like just playing some conversations in my head right now and thinking about, I'll say to my husband, I'm sorry that I responded that way. And then I expand and say, the reason I respond that way is because. Mm. But the truth is, if you're cynical, you're going to think I'm making an excuse, but I'm not. Right. 
I, it's almost like I'm processing out loud why that's happening. So I think if you find yourself saying, I'm sorry for a particular situation numerous times, you need to get to the root of the action. Absolutely. Or, and that takes a little while sometimes. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> what are we going on? 48 years? Yeah. <laughs> hey, better late than never. I think the so- I'm sorry thing. I mean, we even have that slang. It's like, sorry, not sorry. Yes. You know, yep, that yep, yep. sassy little... Um, it's kind of like we overuse, I love you. So when you're apologizing, just think of how you are, how you're wording it and be very intentional about your words, because I think it means it would definitely mean a lot to the person who's receiving it, but it will also mean a lot to you that you're not, you're digging a little deeper to process the apology. And I think that gives it more sticking power so that you don't get into the emotional guilt section. Right. Yes. Right. Where you have even apologized. Maybe it's probably not like, you know, being rude or something, but it's something worse and you've apologized, but you cannot. And and someone's even accepted your apology. It could go either way, but even sometimes when people accept your apology, we still feel so guilty about it. Mm, but don't you think that that guilt comes from picking it back up oh. and allowing the enemy to control the narrative that we have? Absolutely. And that, as we always do in this podcast, we go back to God. We yes. have to go to God for this. Um, and really... He not only sometimes convicts us into helping us acknowledge our wrongdoing. Yes. But he also helps us understand, like Mark 3 says, I tell you the truth, all sin can be forgiven. He gets us to that truth and helps us to remember that. He also can give us the courage to apologize. Or accept somebody's apology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could be on the flip side. <laughs> I just imagine um, a situation that I will probably never be apologized to for. Mm. Did that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So writing a you are forgiven letter without the apology ahead of time. Ooh. Weird, right? Yeah, Like, weird. I forgive you for blah, 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 blah. Right. Mm. super powerful only God right right I mean we so often cannot do that on our own fruition I mean that is the love the power and grace of God that is the Holy Spirit within us well you know offers that I know you can tell from look at my face that that literally just came to my mind and you know exactly what I'm talking about right now and I don't want to do it (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of stubborn about it right now but you know that could only have come from God yeah Mm. And I, you know, that's, that's baby step one, right? That's going to God and keep placing it before him and he'll, and praying like change my heart about this Lord. You know, either if you're trying to forgive yourself or someone else, shoot, you may even be trying to forgive God for something. Oh, is that not a big one? Girl, you just hit it. Mm. That's one too. And he can help us with that, you know, and learning from our mistakes, not only in how we wrong others, but how we um, wrong ourselves in allowing that guilt and shame just to harbor in our hearts. And then we, like we've talked about before, we just covered up with another layer and then it comes back to haunt us in all of our relationships. 
Yeah. Like, what can you forgive yourself? And write yourself a forgiveness letter. Yes. Dear Melissa, I forgive you for... I mean, some of us need to go through the process, right? It's so true. But if you just say, oh, I forgave that, you didn't, like we said, dig deep and really... It's kind of like just putting sunscreen on, like, the tip of your nose and the rest of your face is getting burnt, right? <laughs> so, I like that. I, that's a good visual, actually. <laughs> like, the first thing that's, like, protruding is the nose. Let me just put a little bit of sun, sunscreen on that, but the rest of my face is going to get charred. <laughs> well, in Psalm, it's like Psalm 103. It says, He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He does not punish us for all of our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. And so, you know, thinking about forgiveness, God looks at us because of Jesus as though we have never sinned. So when you receive it, you know, the Lord and that forgiveness, it's like, he doesn't just like cover them up and sweep them under the carpet. He completely makes them disappear. Yeah, he's not holding them for a a rainy day to like lay it out before us. They're not in a box on the shelf (laughs) just in case he needs to pull it back out and remind you. Right. (laughs) Like like we do as people sometimes, right, in relationships. Um, He doesn't do that. And so, you know, it's confessing that. And getting rid of all that unnecessary guilt. Let's get rid of the guilt this year. Oh, for real. And here's the other thing. You might need to forgive your parents. Mm-hmm. You might need to grieve the childhood you never got. You might need to gr- forgive a spouse, an ex-spouse, a child, because maybe the relationship isn't where you want it to be. Write a letter of forgiveness to that person that may never ask for your forgiveness. You don't even have to send it, but I think it would be very therapeutic to write it. I, I agree. I think it would be amazing. And sometimes it's in those steps. Like maybe you can't send it right today. Mm. But maybe if you keep taking it before the Lord and praying that he will change your heart, you will be able to mail that one day. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm, food for oh, thought, people. Guess yeah. how I didn't want to start my new year. Oh, with forgiveness. <laughs> Takes so much work. Oh, but maybe I'll be Self, later. others, God. It's, it doesn't even matter who it is, honestly. Right. Forgiveness is hard work, but it is worth it. And I think when we can really understand forgiveness and apply it to all aspects of our life, and we understand that that's what God did for us, mm-hmm. how much more awe will we have when we sit before him? Yes. And here's the, here's the deal. Like they always say, and I always think of it, it's like, if you want forgiveness from God, then you need to offer forgiveness. And often I always think about forgiving other people, of course, right. but it's also forgiving yourself mm. and working past that. And it really helps to bring that guilt out into the light with the person that you feel like if it's your child, I mean, I am a huge proponent of apologize to your child. If you know, it's like, I'm sorry, I responded that way. I overreacted. I shouldn't have said that. It is good for them to see us modeling, you know, apologies in the right way. And then your spouse, you know, I am feeling really guilty about 
this right now. Mm. And I think this is why. Can we talk about that? And it can really be a powerful tool in growing and developing and making those relationships stronger by just saying it out loud. I love it. Yeah. It is a great way to start the new year. Maybe not so fun for some of us, but yeah. Oh, it takes work. The good stuff always does. It does. Dang it. All right. Well, let go of some guilt this year, people. All right. We're going to be working on ours. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all should have seen the glare she just gave me. She's going to hold me to the fire on that one. (laughs) Oh, gosh. We really appreciate y'all joining us this week, and we'll look forward to being with you next week on The Center in the Saints.